Hello and welcome to the Glampshuary Podcast, where we talk about the experiential outdoor hospitality industry and glamping. I'm your host, Bobby Marston. We are now in episode nine of season two of the Glampshuary Podcast, which means we are back with Etienne White and Heartsong Farm. Last we spoke with Etienne, she did a deep dive into everything she had to do to set her Glampshire up from a legal perspective and adhere to all the Airbnb contest rules because that Airbnb contest is what made this all possible. And that's what we're going to jump into in this episode. What is the design that won this contest with Airbnb? What is the structure that Etienne is going to be building on her property? We cannot wait to learn more about what this is going to be. So without further ado, Let's jump into episode nine with Etienne White and Heartsong Farm. Hello, Etienne. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. I'm still in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's very nice of the library to continue to to let you use that space. Um, Last we spoke, also when you were in jail, uh, we, talk, we talked about uh, the legal aspects and, and all the digging that you had to go through and, mm-hmm. and maneuvering and pivoting mm-hmm. uh, to figure out how to continue to move your project forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we'd love to talk more about is, mm-hmm. is this Airbnb contest. Mm-hmm. Tell us yeah. about your design. Tell us about uh, what's the inspiration behind it mm-hmm. and, and hopefully what it eventually will look like. Yeah, thank you. And I was coming at this from several different places, but in my professional work, working in sustainability, we are observing that the more kind of doom and gloom you communicate to people, (laughs) the worse the outcome, Um, because communicating how bad things might be um, just kind of shuts people down or puts them into, you know, flight or fright or uh, freeze. Um, and so, uh, so I kind of had that in the background while I was working out what this OMG idea was. I wanted to celebrate something. I wanted to bring people back out in nature. I wanted to reconnect them to farms and to the source of their food and not in a way to say like, oh, how terrible industrial ag is these days or how terrible the degradation and biodiversity, degradation of nature and biodiversity losses. I, wanted, I wondered if there's a way to kind of flip it where you could offer an experience that does reconnect people with nature and food and farming in a way that is joyful and celebrates all of the, the beauty and that interconnection that can be gotten. And so, um, you know, to start with a doom and gloom sort of piece for you, if you will, um, Wisconsin, you probably know, is, uh, you know, traditionally the state's dairy capital. Um, you know, a, a vast majority of the nation's cheese is made in Wisconsin. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, no, it's not the majority. I think it's around 25 or 30 percent of the nation's cheese is made in Wisconsin. And I don't think any other state, individual state, makes quite as much. Maybe California. Um, but for sure, all of the artisan cheese makers, the majority of artisan cheese that's made in this country is made here in the state. So there's a lot that we should be proud of. But at the same time, we are losing one dairy farm a day in Wisconsin. Hmm. And we've been losing one dairy farm a day for about the last four or five years now. Obviously, there's, you know, uh, large scale farmers coming in. And so that old, you know, model of maybe 50, 80 acres, you know, 20 cows that you're milking, going back four or five generations, we're just losing those. They're disappearing. Hmm. And so I wanted to do something, too, that would really celebrate 
the cheese culture of Wisconsin and really kind of celebrate that dairy heritage that we have. And so when I saw this competition saying, you know, what would be your OMG idea? And I went online and looked at other existing OMG places. There's a huge fiberglass potato in a, in a potato field in Idaho. There's a, there's a UFO, you can stay in an alien spaceship. There's a converted red London bus. You know, there's lots of great ideas. And what I was thinking to myself, and it really came in a flash, I didn't have to think sort of hard on it, but I just thought that the idea of an A-frame cabin could very easily be presented in a way that would look like a wedge of cheese. And so yeah. my original idea was two or three cabins, actually. And I wanted to, again, you know, we talked about as an entrepreneur, you have to pivot when you come across problems. And that driveway expense meant that I could only now do one cabin. But the original plan, and if this is successful, maybe, you know, we can add others in, in the future. The original plan was to actually decorate the cheese wedges after local artisan made cheese and to name them after it and to have you know airbnb experiences where we would bring in those artisan cheese makers and and have people really kind of experience it so literally bringing to life a local cheese now that i'm down to just one cabin um i've gone with the more iconic swiss cheese look so it's going to be a wedge of um you know swiss cheese with the holes in it um so that uh so that it kind of stands more iconically for cheese in general um, and obviously we can still do Airbnb experiences where we're bringing in artisan cheese makers and talking about mm -hmm. how the cheese is made and tasting and all that good stuff. Um, and so that's where I'm at. So it is a massive 18 foot high wedge of cheese that we're building on my farm. And it's just, it's crazy. And I knew it was a crazy idea. And actually just yesterday, the base was built and the very first truss, it wasn't even put in a place it was you know held up by the the guys building it and I stood there and I got goosebumps and I just had this child's childlike wonder and we don't as adults get that very much do we I mean and you know like when a baby is born you're like are there fingers are there toes it's such a miracle you know and I kind of felt a little bit like that was this first trust <laughs> got put up I was like oh it was this crazy idea in my head at three in the morning a year ago and now it's going to be, it's going to take shape, it's going to exist. And, um, you know, we've both worked in advertising and it's a beautiful thing when you take a, a script that was a creative's idea and bring it to life and it wins awards and it drives business. And now I'm in sustainability, you know, creates behavior change. And so I've always loved that process of kind of teasing out an intangible thing and making it something real. Um, but I haven't really been involved with it in quite this, you know, upfront as big a way. And it was my idea. It's my little idea. And I'm so excited to see it come to life. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for myself when I finally get to come visit it. Um, and, and that's awesome. I hope I hope in some way you've captured that memory, you know, especially just for yourself inside your mind and your soul of what that moment was like when you saw the first trust go up because I can only imagine what that must have felt like. Yeah, it was it was glorious. And again, I thank Airbnb for giving this experience and this, you know, chance for us to have this. And my children were there and um, you know, they get to hear that their mom had a crazy <laughs> idea. Now they get to see it being brought to life. And I don't know, I think there's a really important lesson there in harnessing creativity and 
chasing after crazy things. And um, again, I'm just so grateful, you know, Airbnb weren't just, um, you know, supporting kind of run of the mill things. They wanted an OMG idea. And when that trust went up, I was like, OMG, it's, it's huge, <laughs> it's crazy. And then I was like, that's exactly what it's meant to be. You know, I had this little moment of like, that self-doubt voice that we all we all have the voice it wanted to kind of run to the front of my head and be like but are you sure is it too big and i was like no you're going way to the back of my head you can just sit down and be quiet because this is amazing and it's meant to be you know kind of omg it's it's meant to be ridiculous and and awe inspiring in some way so yeah well that's amazing you have a couple of weeks, I think, uh, for the rest of it all to come together. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of work to be had. I can let mm -hmm. you get back to it. And in, in a previous episode, you did mention that um, the county would eventually need to inspect yes. everything once it's built, the bathrooms, and, and make sure everything's yeah. working and, and up to codes for your guests. So I'm assuming that's probably the next step right around the corner after you get these things put up, right? Yes. Uh, the inspection will literally be days, maybe even hours before we go live uh, August 1st. So, um, so far we've had a fantastic inspector that we're working with and we're continuing to work with him along the way and checking in. So fingers crossed we're all okay. Um, and yeah, we'll just keep going along, doing the best we can and hoping it's the next right thing and we'll see where we get. Well, I think we know what we're going to talk about next time, which is hopefully the thumb up on your inspection yes. <laughs> and then the, and the finishing touches that you might be putting on yeah. uh, to, to prepare for your guests. So yeah. I'll let you get back to it. I got both my fingers crossed. You can't see my toes. Uh, and for those of you listening, you can't even see my fingers, but know that my toes and fingers are crossed. <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. All right. All right. Thanks at the end. Thank you. Bye. Well, Etienne's design of a cheese wedge cabin in the state of Wisconsin makes perfect sense. We can't wait to visit it. But before we're able to do that, we're going to hear more about the progress on the build, and hopefully we're going to hear more about all the positive reactions that Etienne gets from the inspectors that she'll be dealing with here in the near future. All that and more in the upcoming episodes. And to follow along with these episodes and also Jesse's journey, you can do so on our website, which is www.glamptuary.com. Again, that is www.glamptuary.com. You can also follow on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora Podcasts, and YouTube. We don't care where you follow. We just ask that you follow. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode.